we are going to get spicy today. <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you a photographer mama feeling like a crazy person just trying to balance motherhood and a photography business that just isn't paying the bills? Wonder how you'll ever survive when you're seemingly a tiny little fish in a quickly growing photographer sea? You know God put this dream in your heart, but you can't shut up the negative self-talk as you get sucked down the comparison spiral again. Hey friend, I'm Marina, wife, mama, and family photographer saved by grace. Listen, I know the mom guilt all too well as you go from feeling guilty because your kids need you, to being frustrated because your business does too. I've been in that vicious burnout cycle, wondering if I could turn this creative outlet into a real deal business that didn't take up all of my time, and asking God if this really is where he wants me to be. I finally realized I didn't have to pretend to be someone I'm not in order to get clients, and I figured out a way to create a sustainable business that lights my soul on fire, all while editing with a little one at my feet. In this podcast, you'll find practical ways to transform your business from a time-consuming hobby to a profitable business that you're excited about. My mission is to speak life and build back that confidence that has been torn down by comparison, mom guilt, and everything in between so that you can have that dream business that also pays your bills. So welcome. This is your safe space where we release the mom guilt and silence the negative Nancy that lives in your brain rent-free. If you're ready to ditch hustle culture, grow your business, and find a photography bestie slash cheerleader along the way, you're in the exact right place. Go find your lukewarm coffee and just toss some ice in there and let's grow your confidence. Okay, so I've talked about this briefly on Instagram before, but there's only so much that you can fit into a caption. So I felt like this was a good topic to bring up one of my worst and most expensive business mistakes that I've made. (laughs) And I'm going to embarrass myself a little bit because now looking back, I'm like, wow, Marina, did you really fall for that? (laughs) But hey, we're all human. We learn from things, we grow from things, and then we move on. And in my case, I share it with the world so that hopefully you learn from my mistakes. At this point, I'm not even really mad about it. Um, I feel like I've I've gone past feeling utterly embarrassed about it or, you know, just by how bamboozled I was by this certain individual. Um, but look, I'm, I'm not about to gossip about anyone. I'm not going to name names. That's not my intention with this. I don't want to blast anybody or expose dishonest business practices. But what I do hope that you'll get out of me telling you about this experience is that you will just just learn from my mistake and think twice about spending money on advertising when there are so many better and cheaper and free ways to market your business better. And there's, there's other lessons to be learned also, but we'll, we'll get to that. So (laughs) if you're ready to hear about my most expensive business mistake ever, uh, just, you know, just keep listening. So I'm going to tell you right off the bat that I do think that as much as I, it felt like the worst mistake of my life, I still think that it all happened for a reason. And as much as I regret it, I'm also the type of person that's always going to try to learn from the experience and not or try not to dwell so much on the shoulda, coulda, woulda 
honestly, I feel like the main reason that I fell for something like this was because it just, it felt like an ego boost to me. And at that point in my business, someone telling me that I was amazing and talented meant the world to me. It meant everything. So I was blinded to anything that they said after that. I was also still newer at business and not super confident in what I had to offer. So at that point, I think anyone could have fooled me into doing just about anything just by telling me that I was the best photographer ever, sadly. (laughs) So anyways, I met this individual through a networking group, which is a whole other I drank the Kool-Aid and shouldn't have moment, but that's a conversation for another day. Um, But this person was about to start publishing a magazine that would be distributed as a monthly newsletter. Essentially, it was just for the most affluent neighborhoods in the city. So the pitch was that this was for business owners that have higher ticket items and services whose ideal clients are not necessarily always looking for a budget because the thought process was higher wages equal throwing money at anything just because, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. At least that's that's how it was marketed to me. I'm just relaying the message. So anyway, he was looking for someone to do all the photography for the magazine to get started because otherwise it would, I, I guess, he would have just used like stock images or something. I don't know. So in exchange for being the exclusive photographer for this magazine, I was going to get this like tiny little discount for advertising, which uh, also (laughs) that was another thing I had to be advertising paying for advertising. If I was going to be the exclusive photographer, red flag. uh, Yes. But did I see it? Uh, No. So after our first meeting, I left feeling so honored, but also kind of confused, honestly, because I was like, wow, like he wants me to be the photographer for his magazine. I'm going to be published. What? This is awesome. And I remember thinking initially the way that it sounded, it sounded like it was going to be a paid position, which is cool, right? I get to be published in a magazine. I get paid to take these photos that are going to be published in a magazine, like makes sense, right? But then I remember thinking about, wait, like he didn't actually talk about compensation. So, you know, it was just, it was confusing. But I told him that I had to double check with Aaron, my husband, because it was a big financial decision for us. The advertising cost a few hundred dollars a month and you had to be tied into a three-year contract where in this contract, I could only leave if I paid half of the total remaining balance. Another red flag? Um, Yes, but I still didn't see it. So anyway, even though my husband was kind of apprehensive, he basically let me decide because he said, you know what, it's your business and I trust that you know what's best for your business. So, I mean, in theory, it sounded... Like it could actually work out. I just had to book a couple sessions a month directly coming from that magazine. And then the advertisement would pay itself off. What I didn't factor in was the time and work that it was going to take to actually take and edit the images that were going to go into this magazine. Because they weren't publishing work that I had already done. I had to go out and do like real estate photos or (laughs) pet photos, things like that. And it was essentially like three to four extra sessions a month that were unpaid. And I had no real say in any of it either artistically. Like it was just whatever was needed for the magazine to look good. So I ended up doing a lot of different sessions that I didn't really want to (laughs) do. And I mean, it was a lot of work. 
because I had to set them up and then I had to go and take the photos and then anyway it was a whole thing like I had to open my availability on times and dates that I did not want to and do last minute sessions very often anyway you get the picture so why did I do it um (laughs) a lot of it honestly didn't click until after I signed everything and started to work essentially work for this person or this company and a lot of it wasn't explicitly explained initially it was not black and white there were very muddled lines that got muddled in my head because of this the sugar coating the oh my gosh but you're amazing and we're gonna be friends and we're gonna take vacations together and you know etc etc there was a lot of lies and dishonesty and just not very ethical business practices a lot of stuff was explained in kind of dishonest and like shady ways I was actually told that eventually I would get paid for my time eventually I would get paid you know once the magazine took off and more business partners signed up so there was actually money to pay the people that made the magazine look good but eventually there was a whole team you know graphic designers to customize the ads assistants etc they all got paid on a salary guess who was the only one that didn't Hmm. I stayed for over two years I spent thousands of dollars I got maybe like five clients out of it And don't get me wrong, I also did meet a lot of people that were very sweet, very decent, amazing people that did actually see me as a professional. But at the end of the day, I was still just working my butt off just for exposure. And exposure was not paying my bills. And the funniest thing is that all the while, I was getting business from Google, Instagram, Facebook, word of mouth. They were all free. (laughs) And they took me a fraction of the time. And they were sessions that I actually wanted to do where I was actually seen as the professional. And it was people that actually wanted to work with me. So what lessons did I learn along the way? I think the top, top one is just not to let your ego get in the way. Just because someone says that they want to publish you does not mean that they value you. Bottom line, if they're not willing to pay your prices, then they really, truly do not value you or your work or your art, no matter what they say. I learned that I do not really have to pay to advertise or market my business to actually get business because here I was paying thousands and thousands of dollars to market my business and it wasn't giving me any returns. And yet all the free resources that I was using to market my business, like I said, with Google, Instagram, Facebook, etc., those were actually bringing me clients. I think at this point, it's pretty safe to say that I'm probably not going to be paying even a penny more for advertising <laughs> without seriously seeing that the numbers actually make sense. I'll be the first to tell you or anyone else not to pay for Facebook ads or things like that. Although I do know that some photographers swear by it and have had lots of success booking out mini session days and things like that. But even more than that, what I really truly hope that you'll understand and learn from my experience is that no one is going to value you or your business if you don't first truly value yourself. If you're always agreeing to lower your prices because they say that you're not in their budget, if you're doing mini session day after mini session day, just because you don't think that your full sessions are actually going to book, if you're having discounts and sales all the time, if you're agreeing to get your photos published for free all the time just because it boosts your ego, 
pause, take a little step back and think about, does this show that I value my work, my time, my business or not? Honestly, I feel like we kind of ruin it for ourselves as photographer and we ruin it we were in it for the rest of us in the industry as a whole when we lower our prices and we pass out discounts like candy. And I remember having this thought process at the start of my photography journey, how if we as photographers didn't always jump at these opportunities of being published or working with someone just because of the exposure, because oh my gosh, they have so many followers on Instagram or whatever the case may be, then maybe people would actually value our hard work, our creativity. Maybe people would actually see photography as a real job, as a real business that is valuable. And I'm not saying that discounts are bad and you should never offer them or that mini session days are bad at all either. But what you do want to realize is that if you are offering a mini session day fairly often, chances are people are just going to be waiting to book those mini session days instead of booking the full session, which is where they get the full experience. You need to be the first to value yourself, to really truly value your business and believe beyond the shadow of a doubt that your work is worth it, that you really truly have poured blood, sweat, and tears into your art, your work, and your business, and it's worth it. And it shows because obviously you have people that are coming to you and paying you to capture these memories for them to document these seasons in their life already, that means that it's worth something to them. And when you start to really, truly value yourself, you're going to notice other people also truly valuing your business, your work. There's a reason people will pay tens of thousands of dollars for a Maserati, even though it's just a car, right? It's the way that it's marketed, the way that it's presented, the way that the brand has built all of this to say, hey, this is a high luxury item. And yeah, there's still going to be people that won't pay for it. There's still going to be people that won't see a Maserati as being practical and will never want one. And that's fine. But the people that really, really see the value, they're going to pay as much as they have to, to get it. And it's the same in your business. If you truly believe that you have a quality luxury product that is worth investing money on, to freeze these times, to freeze these memories that are not going to be there again. And you carry yourself that way. You speak about your business in that way confidently, knowing that you can serve these people well. You will find people that are going to value your business the same way. But chances are it's not going to happen if you don't value yourself first. Just like I didn't value my work when this opportunity (laughs) came to be the exclusive photographer. I think at this point, if the same opportunity presented itself, I mean, when I would turn and run the other way, but I don't think I would even entertain it at this point. I know exposure does not pay my bills. 
I know that whether five people or 500 people see an image that I took, it may not matter and it may not equal business coming back to me. And I know who my ideal client is. I know where they're hanging out and how I can attract them genuinely without paying to be in front of them. I know how to build these relationships with them so that they do trust me to get in front of their children, get in front of their families to be able to document these special seasons in their life. And it doesn't have anything to do with how much I'm paying to advertise or market my business. Don't you think if God called you to this business, if he put these dreams in your heart, if he placed this creativity within you, who you are, your identity, and if this is one of your abilities and one of your talents, don't you think that he can also bring the business that he wants you to have? Don't you think that if God built this business with you, that he's also going to back it and he's going to send the people that he wants you to work with? I think that was another part in wanting to advertise in this magazine. It was trying to control how successful I could be. It was thinking that if I paid money to be a part of this exclusive opportunity, that I could make more business happen for myself. And I can honestly say I don't think I ever really prayed about this opportunity either, which is probably my first mistake. But at the end of the day, I could have saved so much of my time and energy and money and frustration <laughs> if I had just trusted that the Lord had the clients that he wanted me to work with, that I didn't have to stress out over being the top exclusive whatever. You don't have to be the greatest. You don't have to be the one with the most followers. You don't have to be the most popular or even the best in the city. None of that really matters. Your ideal client is going to find you because of who you are and God is going to send the people that he wants you to work with because of who he is and how faithful he is to his people. Hey, 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 if this episode has you excited to take back your business and your time so that you can build a photography business that truly stands out, I would love it if you screenshot as you're listening and share it on your Instagram stories. Don't forget to tag me at Marina Anaya Photography so I can come say hey. You can also connect with me in my Facebook group at bit.ly slash called to stand out podcast so I can be your personal cheerleader as you grow your photography business. Lastly, I would also really appreciate it if you just took two minutes to leave a five-star rating and a written review on Apple Podcasts so we can really grow this community and others can also be encouraged. I can't wait till next time. And hey, don't forget that you are called to stand out.